Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians by Music First Hand. You're listening to Season 15, Episode 202, recorded on April 26, 2022. Live from Austin, Texas with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Kim Stacy. Our musical guest is Jenny Parrott. Thank you for supporting local live music. Remember to give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. And now brought to you by Music First Hand, here's Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Hello, and welcome to episode 203 of Comedians Interviewing Musicians. Um, I'm sure Chris will put it in the extra exclusive. Is I just absolutely was like, this is episode 123, right? No, uh, that was easily two years ago. Um, my name is <laughs> Becky Jo Neal. Unfortunately, Kim Stacey can't be here, but everybody please send the other warm wishes and uh, head on over to Kim's Instagram and send her a little well wish her, I don't know, like a little react to her story. She she has the time, but she would love some hugs and kisses at the moment. Uh, and tonight on episode 203, we are joined by the incredibly talented Jenny Parrott. Everybody, round of applause. Wow. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> I know. It's honestly, what is a day at the very, you know, at the crux of the end of the pandemic? What is a Tuesday anymore? Don't know. It always either feels like Friday or Sunday. <laughs> or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Or April 53rd. Yeah. This <laughs> is our 700th episode of pandemic. For real, you did you did some live sh- live weekly live shows. Like, right? Are you still doing weekly live shows from the mm-hmm. not as much, but in the beginning, I I think I did it for like a year and a half. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like to have a really dark room and like wear a lot of makeup and get dramatic and act and dance around. And I'm like, I don't know if anyone's watching, but it's probably healthy. (laughs) Oh yeah. Honestly, online cathartic is the best kind of cathartic. Just get it out (laughs) and it's permanent. So it's not like you can be like, well, it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Proof. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess uh, what I mean, obviously, you're, um, as I said earlier in the pre-interview, you're cooking a human right now. I have a song about it, um, but it's not done yet. But yeah, it's well, the baby's not done yet, so it's not due. <laughs> my song homework is due while I give birth. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Ew. <laughs> like your your voice teachers down your throat. OK, I know you're like three minutes postpartum, but you were supposed to hand me those notes like literally three minutes ago so i hope i do some cool vocals while i give birth like some screaming like and maybe some opera maybe i'll I'll, i don't know (laughs) not that i know i was gonna say on your website i well but you're you have like a three and a half octave range so you might as well Mm. (laughs) yeah Who's to say you can't learn? Who's to say you can't learn? Um, I guess my, I had to have one question because I know that um, I was reading some of your websites, like blog updates, and you had a good post about um, some book recommendations you had in like the mid to later part of 2021. Uh, Do you have any current book recommendations for anybody uh, who has the opportunity to sit and read a book at the moment? Sure. Um, if you're underemployed like me, I recommend war and peace. I had a long time to read that big old boy. Um, I just also read a book called 
from the front porch to the back seat. And it's like a history of courtship and sex and mid mid last century. Um, oh, that's cool. It was cool. It was like really scratching my sort of itch that is like sociology based, but also sexier. I fully first when I was in college before they kicked me out for not going to college, I was trying to study theater. And my other emphasis was I really wanted to study like family and sex psychology because it's fascinating to me. And like the sociology of that fact, like that shit's wild. I love the idea of any sort of study about or any historical reference to that. That's amazing. What's it called? Love to lend it to you. It's um, from front porch to back seat. Well, I'm here for that. I'm down. I also just got a Molly Shannon's memoir in the mail a couple of days ago. If you want to swap books, I'd What's gladly. Give a Hello, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> She's too cute, and also it's like I mean, <laughs> it's funny. All right, I I also didn't know that like her like life story started really tragically, but she's just become this funny, incredible character who pros I just listened to JVN interview them or interview her on their podcast, getting curious. And it was a fascinating interview. Highly recommend. Highly awesome. recommend. This is the podcast book corner. <laughs> the Welcome podcast to book the library. Corner. Welcome to the library. I needed some sunglasses and RuPaul to pop out like the library is open because reading is what? Fundamental. Okay. <laughs> On the uh, podcast, thanks, Corner. We'd like to take this quick moment uh, to thank our patrons and sponsors, uh, without which we would be nothing, as well as Jenny's band camp. But Jenny has a band camp. So if you uh, have fun today and you want to support Jenny, you can go on over to uh, Jenny Parrot. That's two R's and two T's in Parrot uh, dot bandcamp dot com. And if you go to Venmo at Jenny Parrot at Gmail dot com. You can find Jenny as Jenny's Venmo. And if you go to the Venmo, please use the music firsthand fist bump emoji so that Jenny knows when, uh, where you listen to, uh, where you uh, wanted to send this tip from. And Jenny has requested the gay dolphin as her favorite emoji. So uh, yes, any sort of gay dolphin. Around gay dolphins. Yeah, I've heard, I mean, like we've talked about, I think I'm sure Kim and I have talked about how terrified i am of dolphins oh. the gay dolphin i'm here for gay dolphins right they're not as judgy <laughs> human gaze can be quite judgy dolphin gaze very nice which one's the gay dolphin know. that's what chris is asking over the god mic which one's the gay dolphin the one golfin look in your heart and ask it <laughs> no, the one dolphin in the back oh, that's just the one dolphin in the back that's one. looking like this i think there's only one yeah which dolphin you think is the gay dolphin that's yeah just is it the one that looks kind of mean is the one that looks happy is it the one that's like squirting a little bit of water which dolphin is the gay to you and um this is not a hate crime (laughs) what's the tiktok as a member of the lgbtq community my my name is valentina this is my ally chris say ally chris is on the god mic ally there we go uh, <laughs> any hoozle. Uh, we have the first song coming up from you from Jenny Parrot, but please make sure to reference the Venmo and Bandcamp ticked in the comments and running below. Uh, if you're listening to this, it will be in the bio or the description of this podcast. So you can be sure to tip Jenny, uh, use the fist bump and whatever gay dolphin you choose. Um, Yay! Yay, gay dolphin. This is the first song from Jenny Parrot. 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends, please enjoy the first song from Jenny Parrott. Here it comes. This is a song about my favorite historical lesbian nun, Sor Juana de la Cruz. He crecido yo como la flor, como he creído yo como la sol. Si amo a mí mismo, no me pueden dejar. Si amo a mí mismo, no me pueden echar. Como en Inés, yeah, Como una Inés, como una Inés. Como Aria a yo while como Aria a yo. Siempre, si rezo a Latina, que nadie me copie. Como Ana Inés, Ana Inés, como Ana Inés, me copie. Honestly, I just tweeted you. That was the best opening for a song I've ever heard. This is a song about my favorite historical lesbian nun. I have this, I have this tip. Do I have time to give a life tip? Please. If you ever have to go back in time and you are a woman and they won't let you read or be gay, you join the nunnery because they will let you study and there's women there. And they'll never yeah. suspect that was that was that was what Sor Juana did. She was like the smartest person in Central America in like the 1500s. 
I live for that because I was thinking, I was talking to a gay friend of mine about that the other day about how, like, we we're talking about the hanky code and how that was like old school Tinder, right? You know, uh, like uh-huh. you, you let people know what your interests were and you let people know who are on the download, like, we can like hang out. And I was just like, God, how miserable it would have been to been like, and he said, like, God, how miserable it would have been to have been a lesbian at the time. I was like, are you kidding me? You don't think there were like, shacks of two nurses living together until the day they died and they all just thought they were just good judies please roommates yeah we were smarter than that we were roommates or nuns thank you yes yeah i got my first girlfriend in catholic school i know that's the tea oh you're like my little sir juana (laughs) oh how i wish i wish i was as impactful and powerful or I wish that Jesus loved me back. Uh-huh. <laughs> you never know. Um, this is Kimberly's segment, and she sent some incredible questions. And I'm, I know that she's double bummed not to be here tonight because I fell in love with your bio as much as she did. And she 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 literally asked like three of the same questions as me. So I am, we're, we're going to, this happens every time. Kim and I are. Well, maybe y'all, we could go for a drink sometime and I could get to know her. Amen. I'm here for that. Also, if you ever want the world's worst babysitters, Kim and I are available. <laughs> yeah. um, yes. Uh, her first question is bugs are cool. I love all your bug pics, especially that cool black and white moth photo from 2015. Yeah, she crept deep. Bugs life character. Do you connect with the most or which bug would you party with? Um, I have not seen that film, so I plead the fifth. Also, it says if she doesn't seen the movie, but if she hasn't seen uh, that movie, maybe James and the Giant Peach or just do real life bugs. So what real life bug would you want to be? Whatever the bat eats. Ooh, mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. You get to freaking drink blood and then get eaten by a bat and everyone kind of hates you and fears you. <laughs> everyone's constantly trying to get you away from them you're like i know <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna bite you oh <laughs> sucker yeah oh i live for that uh she she asked uh which is the most like gary the bug yeah oh wow um probably is a butterfly account as a bug oh yeah he's all gentle and nice and flappy and I say flappy because his nickname is the bat, not because of weird skin folds. <laughs> He's got mud flaps on his knees. <laughs> the back of his knees, for some reason, triple chin. No one can explain it. So weird. <laughs> uh, I, I, literally, I'm, I got like more likes on this tweet in the last two seconds than I've ever liked on a tweet in my entire life. This is a song about my favorite. Oh, Elon! Come on! Doing something right. Uh, she, Kim wants to know if you're, you're having, you're having your ideal, like a uh, feminist power tea party, what's on the menu and who are you inviting dead or alive? Oh shit. You and Kim. Yes. Uh, Sor Juana de la Cruz. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. That, that poet Edna St. Vincent Malay, mm-hmm. um, fi- cool like nb pansexual poet from like the 1920s live yeah she'd probably hit on all of us and we wouldn't get anything done (laughs) um just came blushing in a corner pretending she's she has a full cup of tea the entire time (laughs) um i mean it'd be cool to have jane fonda there um 
Bjorn. If anything, to just look at her arms in Billy motion. Holiday. Yeah. Um, how many people can we invite? Oh, it's like a big venue. We're okay. Okay. Um, I'll think of more while I talk about the food. There's <laughs> going to be white clam pizza. Ooh. Mm, caprese salad. Here for it. Sushi. Oh, hard luck. Whatever anybody wants to eat, we will have it because we will own the world. And wait, are you literally just listing off things you can't eat? Right, like soft cheeses, canned shellfish, and sushi. Um, no, <laughs> I think that I might be hungry and those are my favorite foods. <laughs> oh, you brought um, it back. Like, Ooh, that was like, I used to work at an Italian deli counter and clam pizza, white clam pizza was our number one seller. And I would eat a caprese salad every damn day for lunch. I was pretending I was getting my vegetables, but really I was mostly. Oh my cake. God. Yeah. That's like my, one of my favorite, favorite foods. I'm glad they make a tiny one at HEB they make a little <laughs> sandwich. Yes. Um, but speaking of feminism and, and pregnancy, we didn't say pregnancy, but it was implied in the not eating stuff. Um, I didn't I say there's a lot of but... fear-based nonsense about like, you can't eat sushi. You can't eat yeah. turkey. Don't you dare smell exhaust or someone's cigarette. My OBGYN was like, do you think women in Japan who are pregnant don't eat sushi? Have you ever right. heard of anyone losing their child to a turkey sandwich? No. And I was like, I love you, doctor. For real, so, I think it's one of those things where I think it's just an added worry. I or would some, love. Yeah, some misogynist OB was like, maybe if we distract him by not being able to eat something, maybe they won't get hysterical and get upset. Like this is what yeah. there's something to panic about as opposed to yeah. like someone not knowing how to like put together a crab or panicking about the existential dread of the heat death of the universe. Like, Can I just worry about real things? Fuck a turkey sandwich. I have a friend who was pregnant in Turkey and I saw her when she was pregnant and I was smoking a cigarette and I was like, Oh my God, sorry. And she was like, I'm from Turkey, everybody, everywhere, tobacco. And I was like, Oh, right, right, right. But yeah, I would love to read a book on like feminism and like fear-based parenting myths. Or like, I would love to read a book about like how other, how different people from across all worlds deal with pregnancy and the shame about, yeah, what you can and can do. Cause that's so true in Turkey. I went to Turkey and stayed at my sister's in-laws house for a dinner. And I did not tell them I smoked cigarettes, but somehow they found out and they were upset that I didn't want to smoke cigarettes in their house. <laughs> yeah they were like no 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 we're like we're we're not rude you can smoke here i was like no i know you're not rude i just don't want to smoke by your nice art like this is a nice house i'm not going to smoke in your house i'll go outside she's like no 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 no. you can and she like his mother like made me sit down and smoke a cigarette on her nice couch and i'm like panicking like ashing on the table you like get all crazy and put ash it in the fabric and you're like i love turkey it's every it's crazy I just ash in the chai, just like, no, but <laughs> no, that's terrible. Yeah, so I'm having like a French pregnancy. Oh, I like that. Okay. Je ne sais knocked up. There we go. I'm here for it. Actually, you know, that's really important though. I think people should just stop telling women what to do with anything, to be honest. And a turkey uh-huh. sandwich is not the end of days. <laughs> yeah. Um, my husband has a picture of his mom pregnant in the seventies with him and on her bump is the ashtray. <laughs> and I'm like, you came out extremely perfect. So 
Anyway, it sounds like I'm <laughs> trying. No, to we're, no, we're just no. That's Everyone, fine because I have get, another. Get good knocked one. up and smoke cigarettes. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. The CDC totally recommends this message. We're gonna get this is if this is the day we get canceled, I will laugh my ass off. Okay. I only eat sushi and smoke cigarettes, so that's it. <laughs> I wake up on a day in the life of a pregnant woman. I wake up in the morning, smoke half a pack of cigarettes, walk to the H-E-B, <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> <And then laughs> Actually, no, I use one of those bird scooters, pregnant as hell. Oh, oh, yep, God. there we go. But before that, I chug a bottle of Prosecco. Okay, um, Kim's final uh, question for their stand mail round is, stories, uh, story singing and fashion code switching. I wish I took this class from you. Can you give us a little insight on what it was uh, for a for a week? Which artist, local or not, would you switch wardrobes with? So, like, tell us a little bit about your class and then who would you switch wardrobes with for a week if you could? Probably Rihanna. I love her maternity style. Hello. That's inspired me. I now at my weekly show, I've a couple times just worn like a bra and like whatever fits on the bottom. And I'm like, it's a Rihanna reference. <laughs> Honestly, though, speaking of not giving a shit about like, like shaming pregnant women, the, my favorite uh, maternity shoot, I guess, if you can, is the pap shot of her in the ocean uh, in Barbados. Her mango gets sanded on it. So she walks to the ocean and rinses it off in the ocean and just takes a bite of her mango in the ocean. She looks at the paps like, what? <laughs> I don't, I'm, I rinse it off. I didn't eat the sand. <laughs> but her face is like, <laughs> I'm going to send it to you on Instagram if you haven't seen it. It's, it's glorious. And if you do eat sand, it's okay. Who gives a dang? You're making makes, a person. It makes the baby smarter. Yeah. Maybe the baby's going to be a beach person. You never know. Exfoliated when it comes out. <gasps> there we go. Soft and exfoliated, soft and exfoliated baby. <laughs> so tell us about this class. What was uh, oh, story okay. singing and fashion code switching? I um, taught a class at, uh, what's it called? Museum of Human Achievement. And that was the title. I love <laughs> Moha. Um, I brought a bunch of instruments for people to play. And like, we talked about um, fashion, but not like, you know, pleats and um, jeans, but it was like about just presentation and confidence and self-esteem. And I was trying to, uh, I had people like write on this uh, big paper, like things that they have fe fears about singing and things they've been told that are negative. Mm. And, and then I like led people through warmups and we um, created uh, music together based on some of those uh, messages and their antithesis and like what we wanted because my message is like when I teach like singing is for everybody music is for everybody it's like a human need and so if people are like mm, you can't sing I'm just like oh lord I used I, I used to get told I was like tone deaf when I was a teenager and I'm like look at me now yeah are you kidding me what in gay hell that's ridiculous that's <laughs> people absolute. are people are a little rude sometimes you know i feel like if you see whenever i see someone singing on the side of the road like walking along i'm like yeah hit it Go. enjoy yourself enjoy your life please for real i i'm an i'm a big proponent of like master chef junior because those kids haven't been knocked down 
by life yet. And they're very oh. confident in what they do. They know that they're good. Those kids can make a Bernays sauce. I can't even spell Bernays. And these kids are like, I'm unshakable. I'm the next master chef junior. And I'm like, I am 30 years old and I don't have the confidence of a six-year-old who can make a Bernays. That is like, yeah, don't ever take something away from somebody if they feel confident in it. Champion yeah. that. Let them yeah. know they're good at something. And like with art too, any kind of art, it's mm-hmm. like, it's great to fail and like suck a lot because yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe Pavarotti or Jimi Hendrix came out of the womb covered in beach sand, just being perfect musicians, but they probably had some suckage in the beginning. No doubt. I mean, what like, right. Like I always think about that, that as, as a cliche actress, I think about that cliche picture of Meryl Streep in the subway after she got turned down from King Kong. And she's like, I was told I was too ugly and that I would never work in this industry. And now she's the pinnacle of greatness when it comes to dramatic women in Hollywood. Yeah. 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 Um, People think, especially if you're like femme or non-binary, people love Mm -hmm. to try to get you to doubt yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Are we allowed to cuss? Oh, yeah. Stop it. Are we allowed to cuss? Stop it. Stop it and be nicer. (laughs) Dang it. I said, gosh, darn it. Be nice. Yeah. I don't Um, get it too. It wasn't really the class about fashion, but it was for the immediate fashion school. And they were pretty um, broad in there letting people teach stuff that had to do with art at all. (laughs) So... Well, maybe they did. I think maybe they just probably saw like a bunch of kids who are creatives who heavily maybe needed an alternative outlet other to like textiles or, you know, design. Maybe they could benefit from mask making, song building, interpretive dance. They, they're creative kids. So I'm yeah. sure it, and any and anybody who's ever been to like or been told by their like weird art friends to come to some strange sound bath or something that you want to judge. I just argue that just go and give yourself permission to have fun because everyone else there is. And you yeah. look like the dick if you're not having fun. Yeah. And please wear a collared shirt and khakis. Oh yeah. We want to make fun of your boat shoes. That's a part of it. <laughs> Um, I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> I mean, if you come in college shirt and khakis, we'll at least know where we came from. It's like a calling card, Jenny. Now, now we, now we know where they came from. The theme of the school or not the theme, but like one of the main things we would just talk about was like, everyone's always in drag. Oh yeah. So it's just about like self-presentation and stuff like that. Yeah. Like RuPaul says, we're all born naked and the rest is drag. Mm-hmm. You just put on what you're presenting to anybody, like anybody who judges, particularly like speaking of like, like NBP, NB individuals or like gender not conforming people, like it's all 100% either how you have to uh, present yourself to protect yourself in the community that you currently live in, or it is the presentation that you get that you, you feel empowered in and you finally get to be in. That's not like that's everything's drag because the same Mm -hmm. lady who like sits at you and looks at you weird because of your blue hair at the gas station, who's wearing blue eyeshadow and 40 year old Macy's 
discount perfume she's in drag too and she's mean but she's also in drag <laughs> yeah and and the bros who wear collar shorts and khakis that's drag it's to signal that you're part of uh, a certain like class and status of people yep it's their hanky code they're letting people know what they're into <laughs> they're into bud rock lousy I it, except for a bow Oh, I can't. Is it a little lamb? Uh-huh. That's sheep, spooky sheep. Spooky sheep. Sheep. You'll lose her and then she'll you'll find her like on top of the microwave looking at you and you're like, fuck, I looked there. Just all of a sudden she just like shows up from the bottom corner, just like, ha, no. <laughs> sheep. I can't. That's funny because actually, see, when uh, I get another kid no. in a moment, my 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 partner calls my dog Shpup. We have all know. the same like names going on between us. Yeah, her name is her nickname is Shpupleton. Come here, Shpup. You want to say hi to the podcast while we introduce the next few songs? She said, I'd rather scream about the hamster. I'll bring the hamster on for the game. I promise. Mark and I got a hamster. It's very weird. Yes, we are in our 30s. But we, we did get a hamster. Hamster of fortune. Yeah, she's. I'm, <laughs> she, it really like she is kind of like a fortune cookie in the sense that I want to bust her open and eat her because she's so cute. <laughs> she's so yeah. cute. Um, we're going to hear two more songs from Jenny while my dog has this temper tantrum. Um, <laughs> while you're listening, please be sure to go over to Jenny's band camp and go to Jenny's Venmo with the fist bump and whatever dolphin you think is the gayest. And that's how you, she's going to be able to track, uh, your tips this evening and thus for going on into y'all listening to the podcast six months from now. So before my dogs <laughs> totally rips down my bookcase uh this is two more songs from jenny parrot enjoy everybody yeah enjoy or else <laughs> here's a homemade gospel song
you been down with the shit and how many times you swim right back up oh when i'm in need of a loving guy and i feel all hope is gone one from my last record that happened in the fall the record still is happening for at least a dozen people if you want to hear it this one's called hallelujah there's a prayer Oh, 
Thank you so much, Jenny. Thank you again. Appreciate it um, for being a part of our show. Um, This is the time of our show where we get to play a little game. Mercy, you are not allowed to kill the hamster. So I'm going to. Oh, that would be some programming right there. Thank you for having me. I was having a rough day and. Gosh darn it, if singing and hamsters don't chew you up, hello, little mushball. What's it called again? This is, um, well, her name is Mistress, but we call her Miss T. Hello, Mistress. Look at you. She's very sweet. Does she make noise? Um, so far, she only, she's been calling her name back every once in a while. Are you gonna... Is she wearing little freaking white socks? She's got little tiny pink toes. Like the tiniest little pink beans. Here, let me show you her beans. Nos frijoles de misty. <laughs> little tiny. <laughs> she's so freaking cute and she's very fat. Um, I was very excited. She's like at least a full cup. She's a full cup of hamster. You know, no three quarters cup, no half cup hammies over here. She's a full measuring cup. I am also in a bigger body, honey. She said, it's okay. We all, we have we coming out chipper shapes we and great. sizes. We're doing great. And that was the uh, hamster intro. Mercy is still mad at me. It's okay. You just leave your sister alone. And if you kill her on this game, I will, I'm not going to put you up for adoption, but I will threaten it on the, on the live class. Okay. All right. So that was uh miss mistress. So for the podcast people, y'all can meet my little hamsters. She's perfect. Um, no. We have the game today because in honor of your uh, beautiful, uh, soon to be a newborn baby, um, I thought it'd be fun to quiz you on some truly terrible uh, or like super creative celebrity children names. Oh, I'm going to give you a celebrity's kid name and I'm going to see if you can guess who their parents are. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> I do. I have a choice. Uh, the first one, uh, Exa Dark Side Reel. That sounds like Grimes, baby. It, hilariously enough. Yes. Uh, in the early parts of 2022, uh, they announced they had a second kid. Their first baby is that like a E x equals 12 or whatever but they call that baby x they call their little girl y and her legal name is exa dark side reel so was i right yes you're totally right it's elon oh and grimes God. baby i want to be that kid hanging out with grimes and chelsea manning right talking shit about dad spending his money oh like you sit there like you're like mom did daddy really not sit up on his promise to end world hunger no he did not honey no, he did not. What did he do instead? He bought a shit talking service for presidents. Mm-hmm. How exciting. What an ass. Uh, okay. The next one I is at least bought a sushi caprese restaurant. I know at least at the very end of the day, we would have at least got sushi and caprese to every person on this planet. $6 million. You could have done that. Um, Lyra Antarctica. It's spelled L Y R A Lyra Antarctica. is her middle name. First, I was like, it's someone Italian. But if it's not, I guess I'll be naming your kid like currency dollar. <laughs> so maybe it's <laughs> definitely not Italian. Okay. Uh, I would say he's, he's British. So at least you're a 
Um, dead Prince Andrew or dead Charles, whichever one just. Because <laughs> who cares? Heck, no, really, though, who cares? Um, uh, it's actually Ed Sheeran's baby. Ed Sheeran had a baby and named her Lyra. Middle name, Antarctica. I'm not entirely sure why. I love also, that. If you see how frozen my dog's ears are, it's not uh, like it's not like a glitch. She's just staring at the hands. Oh, now you're moving. She's got, she's got that hamster hunger. She's like, I really just want to be friends, but I just I want to lick our friend. I want uh. to slightly nibble. Um, OK, so the next these are three children's names. Moon, Dweezel and Diva Thin Muffin. Frank Zappa. Yeah. I mean, Moon, everybody knows like Moon Zappa. I didn't know he named his daughter Diva Thin Muffin. I didn't know that one either. That's but just mean. I, yeah, I, I really want to name uh, our kids something. Uh, not waspy. Yeah, just like we don't need any more Olivers. No one needs another Oliver. I love your child, Oliver. I have I have two nieces named Olivia. I don't need any more. I don't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of fins. I uh, would like any if anyone has suggestions, uh, things that mean tree in different languages or ooh. things that mean gay dolphin. Honest. Yeah. Gay dolphin. Um, actually, I believe I believe in um an Icelandic gay dolphin is just Richard Simmons. It's his laughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Richard Simmons clapping. That's it. Um, okay, this one's fun. Uh who named their children Apollo, Kingston, and Zuma? One of the Marleys. <laughs> uh, I will say it's a she and she's a musician. Yeah, she's a singer. <laughs> It's not Brittany. Mm -mm. Apollo Kingston and Zuma. I don't know if it's a hint, but it kind of makes sense that two out of the three of her children sort of sound culturally appropriative. Because she white. Oh, God. Is it that white rapper lady who like name sounds like. Azealia Banks, but it's oh no, not as Iggy Azalea. She is. Uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's actually Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Oh, I should have yeah. known. I didn't Gwen know Stefani. how cringy she was until like a couple yeah. months ago. I watched like uh, a short YouTube documentary on her crimes. Yeah, she's pretty terrible. I mean, she did marry Gavin Rossdale and Blake Shelton, two of arguably the most gag worthy, cringy people on the planet. And she Whatever, said, yes, Gavin Rossdale is my boyfriend when I was 13. Shut up. Well, yeah, but no one marries Gavin Rossdale. My 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 high school 13 year old crush was the lead singer from Three Days Grace. Would I marry him now? Absolutely not. <laughs> Mostly because he's lost my number through all the emails. Anywho, um, uh, Cricket and Birdie. Aw. Uh, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> it's Busy Phillips. Okay. Because you can't be named Busy and then have name, daughters names with names like Sarah and Mary. You like, yeah, I have a friend named Dickie and that's his given name and his son is called Rowdy. Like, that's cute. Yeah, yeah. And his, his dad gave him shit for naming his son Rowdy. And he's like, you named me Dickie. You named me either a fake shirt or a type of work suit slash pant. I'm yep. allowed to see my child rowdy. That's fair. I mean, I have a friend whose um, son's name is Rocket. I love that. Because all of his sonograms, he looked like a rocket. 
until he looked like a person, you know, just mm-hmm. looked like a, that's fair. Um, ooh, Moroccan and Monroe. They're twins. That's a hint. Moroccan, like, like an adjective. No, Moroccan, like the country, like the, the, the adjective of like being from Morocco. <laughs> Morocco, the other one? Moroccan no. and Monroe. I believe. Okay. I, I think I I'm feel bad pa- for these kids. Angelina I'm like, Julie. I'm definitely paraphrasing for like a TMZ article I read. And I believe their names are Moroccan and Monroe because they were conceived in Morocco and that the mom was really into Marilyn Monroe, but it is and Monroe is a beautiful town of rich people in Connecticut. Oh yeah. That makes sense. But it was a, it's Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey. They named their twins Moroccan and Monroe. That's that's cute. Mariah Carey can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah, for real. I mean, when you sound like that, that doesn't, yeah. it doesn't like, matter. She's literally like a superhero. So, and she's built like how Wendy Williams wishes she was. So you've seen that footage of her doing a squat and singing. No, it's bananas. It's bananas. <laughs> Chris on the God, Mike, where is that? Like she like 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 a pose that looks like you're sitting. She like does one of those in concert and it's like, oh, my God, you perfect vessel of universal. Ah, ah. If that's, yeah, she's basically just like shitting on everybody who has to stand up in choir to hit those notes. She's like, no, I'm a sit <laughs> in a not chair. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna actually gonna, I'm going to hover. I'm going to hover. I mean, again, uh, she was she's one of the famed girlfriends of Luis Miguel. He did not date untalented people. He literally only like sucked onto the most talented people he could possibly get because all he did was cover songs. Great singer. You only did cover songs and you ruined Mariah. Watch. If anybody hasn't watched the Netflix show, you've got to. Luis Miguel's docuseries on Netflix. Ooh, it is scathing. And he is not nice. That is. Oh, it's like it's her first like Hollywood boyfriend. I think she has a a boyfriend before that. And he kind of steals her. It's a, it's a good show. Um, my final and last one, and arguably the worst of all children's names I've ever heard in my life. And no shade to this person. This person's a celebrity chef. So it's not like I think of them as a terribly creative. They call their baby Boudin. Oh, I wish. Um, it would be so much better than this. That would be um, kind of a cute. Bo- Boudin. Okay, if you're like a Cajun chef, I'm so here for that. Baby. But this, this man named his children Poppy Honey Rosie, Daisy Boo Pamela, Buddy Bear, and Petal Blossom Rainbow. And those are three separate people? There are four different children. Poppy, Poppy Honey Rose, sorry, Poppy Honey Rosie, one lady, Daisy Boo Pamela, second child, Buddy Bear is the third child, and Petal Blossom Rainbow is the fourth. How come they all got like they all got like foods, flowers or animals, except for Daisy Boo Pamela? She got like Mozart. Those are Mozart's kids. No, it's a celebrity chef. Oh, (laughs) she probably could. could. Um, Celebrity chef. I only know like two of them. Gordon Ramsay and R.I.P. Mr. Bourdain. Oh, I do love Anthony Bourdain. He would never name his kids these dumbass names. This is Jamie Oliver, the naked chef. He's hot, so no one's like expecting him to be like terribly creative or intelligent, but Daisy Boo Pamela. 
Daisy Boo Pamela, if I was your child, I would emancipate myself the second I realized how stupid my name was. Daisy Boo Pamela. I I dated someone called Daisy, but there was no Boo nor Pamela unless. Yeah, Daisy's adorable. Why are you adding Boo and Pamela? It sounds like you threw things down a hallway and it was like that you were on the phone with someone and it was supposed to be like Daisy Sue Angela. And it's like Daisy Boo Pamela. Like, no. I think it's funny when people have like two or three first names. Oh, yeah. Like like James Jeff or something like, I don't know. Yeah. See, I introduce myself as Becky Joe a lot and people will be like, all right, nice to meet you, Adam Travis. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I, Joe is not my last name. It's all just one. It's kinda, That's you know. People say my whole name like all the time, even when they don't have to. They're like, hey, huh. can you hear it? And I'm like... <laughs> But since I was a kid and I had a hyphenated last name growing up that I don't use anymore. And people would use like all five syllables of the hyphenated last name. And I'm just like, what is it about me that makes you want to just say my name? <laughs> That's so I wonder, sweet. Like, I wonder, like, cause I knew I grew up with a lot of like Emily's and Sarah's who like, they were Emily Co, Emily Hanson, Emily Foster or whatever. Like, cause there were so many Emily's. But it's not like there's a Emily oh, Boo Pamela, Emily Boo Pamela. Welcome oh, to the stage, God. ladies and gentlemen, Emily Boo Pamela. I, oh, no. B-B-B. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Oh, I can't. This is great, though, because like me and Gary have thought of some prospective names and we some we can't agree yet. But like we both have wacky ideas and this makes me feel like none of them are too too bad no you didn't name your kid petal blossom rainbow what the hell or or like here here were some honorable mentions that i didn't get to because we just had too much fun um daisy dove is Katy perry and orlando blooms again daisy is cute and dove is cute i like the alliteration um radix like radish but with an x that's what cameron diaz and benji madden named their son um and then uh, oh, and then um, uh, culture with a K. That's Cardi B and Offset's baby. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they've given the name for their son that they had a couple of months ago, but it's Jenny Parrott. It's Jenny Parrott. It's, Dad, it's Jenny Parrott. I'm their son. Yes. Oh, my God. Welcome to the stage, ladies and gentlemen. Cardi B and Offset's youngest son, Jenny Parrott, uh, performing their last and final song for the live stream. But uh, if you want to see more, you're going to have to go to CIMP.live because in a couple of weeks, we're going to have the Patreon exclusive that we're going to film right after this. And we're going to have two more questions and one more song for y'all. Um, but this is the last of the live stream. Uh, Jenny, before we do uh, your last song, why don't you uh, we remind people at the remind people with Bandcamp? That's me personally. It's in the link and in the bio. So go to her Bandcamp. But um, Jenny, where else can people support you and like and see your stuff? Um, you can support me by sending me cute messages on the internet. Perfect. Um, if you don't have money, that's that's really helpful encouragement. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Never creepy, Chris. He doubts it immediately. This is all like, yes, I'm going to hit send. (laughs) Um, I play almost every Friday at the hole in the wall, which is on Guadalupe, the drag UT. It's a free show from like five to seven. It's there's great people there. Um, The bartender is a doctor, which I love so much. Um, Yes. I'm like, Ooh, 
which one's good for me? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have other random shows around town at places like the Sagebrush or the Hyatt or, um, yeah, I'm actually going to Oregon next week. If anybody's watching from you. Oh, hell yeah. Show there. Sorry, my dog literally just knocked my computer off the thing. Sorry, there we go. Hi. I figured, <laughs> I figured it was the little bat. Can you not like trip over cords? It's because I've, it's all the hamster. I apologize. So yes, you have hole in the wall. You are always at. I pre. Okay, now now she's just licking the beer she spilled all over my leg off my leg. Mm. This is <laughs> the things don't ever work with animals and hamsters or whatever they say. You know, in showbiz. Um, this is the this is the last song from Jenny Parrot that you're going to hear on the live stream, but you're going to have to go to CIMP.live to see the exclusive. I hope you enjoy, ladies, gentlemen, non-binary fellows. Here is the last song from Jenny Parrot. Enjoy. Which hurts worse? 
same universe. What to do, yeah. What to do? What to do with mine? What to do, yeah. What to do at the borderline side? What to do, yeah. What to do, baby? What to do with mine? What to do? Yay, yay, yay. Okay, as I try to reclaim my microphone. Whoop, there we go. There's a whole thing. I was trying to reintroduce the hamster. Mistress and I wanted to say goodbye to the podcast listeners and viewers. Podcast listeners. We just want to say thank you again for tuning in to see Miss Jenny Parrott. Uh, We appreciate all of your patronage and uh, you guys tuning in. We hope you went to Venmo and tipped Jenny. We hope you, if you did, send some cute messages to Jenny on social so that that they know that you're thinking about all the things that they're working on and creating. And I hope you get to see Jenny live at the hole in the wall. And I hope you support the album. Mercy is staring at me like I'm holding a caramel apple at a carnival. Um, it's the wiggly caramel. It's the wiggliest caramel apple. my first hamster show. I mean, I, it was mine too, I think. I've played, I've played for babies. I've played in jails. I've played for people at the bar but i've never played for a little tiny hamster tiny spin who just nibbled on me like please put me down um so we are going to say goodbye to the podcast listeners and then if you want to see because i do have a question about playing in prison that's uh, all going to be seen on cimp.live so uh enjoy uh the rest of y'all's evening i hope you have a good and happy rest of your tuesday and we hope to see you again next week for episode 204 thank you again jenny we'd love to have you again please come back Okay, head over to musicfirsthand.live to watch additional episodes, grab some merch, and more. And remember to give the podcast a five-star rating. Every rating helps these artists get discovered by new fans. Thank you for listening. See you next time.